It's Dre the Audio back at y'all with another podcast, and this podcast is strictly me talking about racism, how it affects me, how it affects those around me, things that I've seen, things that I've heard, things I've learned. So, I've been privy to a few situations where racism definitely was um, very blatant, um, very clear, and um, the thing about racism is people think that they're taking away the power of racism by pretending it doesn't exist, y'all part of the problem. Racism is definitely a thing, especially in the workplace. Um, I've been around people of a certain nationality that tend to not like another nationality. And that's awkward because... If the goal is to eliminate it within other people, we got to get rid of it within ourselves as well. And my honest thing with people is you can't sit in my face and tell me you don't see color. When every outfit you wear matches, that is color. You know, for you all that say, you know, you were raised to not see color. I appreciate you, but I need you to understand how dumb that sounds. I don't see color. So why are you matching? You're wearing black and white, two different colors, and they match. Well, not in the workplace. I'm kidding, but no. I just don't understand why we're not, you know, it's like we're allowed to be. We're allowed to exist. Um, I'm not going to make it political, but we're allowed to own things and have things. But it just feels like we're treated differently when we do have things such as riding in a certain neighborhood, um, being of a certain color, um, the police do treat you differently. You know, some people really do make you feel like you do not belong. And when you are pulled over from with a cop from with the assumption that the car isn't yours, see, white people, I feel, don't deal with that. I could be wrong. I'm always willing to be educated, but it's very insulting when you're black and you work hard to have everything you have. And then someone comes along and they say, well, I need proof of yours. That's utterly disgusting, disrespectful and inhumane because you don't need to ask a dog where it sleeps to make sure it's a dog. And you're not exactly, you know, shaking trees, trying to make sure the roots are planted in the ground where that tree may stand. You know, I don't think that people understand that enough um when it comes down to you know racism at work you have co-workers who make they are meant to be jokes but they're mildly insensitive like in terms of natural hair oh how do you comb it um microaggressive comments like i wish i had hair like yours because then i wouldn't have to comb it uh that's not offensive not at all um and then you know black people how we are well that's why y'all get lice and we can't uh technically anyone can get lice now from my understanding certain hair products can i guess kill off certain whatever's i'm just like child y'all learned that in elementary and ran with it um but yeah like People are racist out here. <laughs> and I just, I try to not be so quick to be offended because that's 
ignorance. You know what I'm saying? People are very prejudiced in certain cities or certain areas more than others. Um, but it's definitely still there. I have encountered racism quite a few times. I won't go down the list of each and every time, but it's been times where I've been helping, you know, a customer and I guess I'm not moving fast enough until they're like it. So they'll stop another coworker in the midst of me helping them and ask them. And it's been called out by, you know, people I've worked under and they've been like, you know, that was racism, right? I'm like, what can I do about it? (laughs) Like I was so desensitized to it that I guess she wanted me to get hyped, but I'm like, I live it. I've been around it my whole life. And unless someone's threatening me, putting their hands on me or just all around picking on me, I just keep moving. I pick my battles at the end of the day. He will never have to worry about me helping him again in life. You know, if he's in a burning building, I'm going to turn my head. I'm black. I'm joking. I would not do that. That's me. But seriously, like, I deal with it all, though. Like, racism, homophobia, I deal with it all. But it's not in a... It's never been in an atmosphere where I felt like my life was being threatened. But it's always, like, microaggressive. Like, they'll see me... But here's the thing. I'm so non-threatening. I don't know why you would, you know, clutch your purse or lock your doors. I'm so non-threatening. Well, when I get mad, it's different. But I'm so non-threatening. Like, even all the way down to the way I carry myself on my walk. Like, but that's that's my experience. Everyone isn't as, I guess I could say, soft as I am. Like, some people literally just have, like, a hard exterior and they're really masculine, but they're not harmful you know anyone over six feet black and husky can be seen as a threat to someone five four and caucasian i'm gonna just be all the way real you know what i'm saying a lot of people see black people outside their cars and assume we're homeless we're thugs um it's just (laughs) it's not funny but it is like aha kind of funny because if something were to happen and you needed help, you would you would trust me to help you beat up bad guys. You know, you would trust me to do the most for you on your behalf. But I can't sit with you at your dinner table because you assume I'm going to steal something out your kitchen pantry when you're not looking. Isn't that crazy? But yeah. And I always feel like even down to the dating, some people are really, really prejudiced. Some I've been told by some people that They can't date black because if they date black, then their family will disown them. That's unfortunate because we give good sex. I'm kidding. But it's like the discrimination that we faced in the 60s and 70s, it's it's louder, but now it's a little bit more, you just got to catch it. It's a little bit more subtle. And um, like all the way down to even when people see you in an interracial relationship, you can only imagine what they're thinking about you, you know? Oh, he's a sellout. He's black dating white. Or they're looking at the white girl like she must really feel really comfortable with his kind. But why does it have to be that? Like, why they can't just be too? It may not even be in a relationship. It could just be having sex. Like, it's always a ignorant view of black men, you know, black women catch it hard too. you know, their hair, their lips, their hips, everything about a black woman is 
mocked, but then they turn around and they mimic, you know, lip fillers, you know, butt injections, hair extensions. It's like they're good enough to mimic, but they're not good enough to be your equal. Even with black men, it's like, I don't like when white men call me brother because that doesn't sound right. To me, it's too close to boy. It's almost like you wish that's what you could call me. Like, you don't have to call me brother to be down. You could just call me sir or call me by my damn name. You know what I'm saying? It's those those microaggressive things. Like, <laughs> when you're having like a company potluck, someone white may or may not say it, but they're going to be like, ooh, I wonder who's bringing the fried chicken. Like, you know one of us is, but why is that? Why is that stereotype? Some people don't even like chicken, let alone fried chicken. Some blacks are vegan. Some don't like watermelon or Kool-Aid. They could be diabetic. I hate that stereotype. I hate stereotypes, period. But even down to Asians, people tend to take racism and make it so that only blacks can be discriminated against. I'm not one of those. I want those people that think racism can come up. You could be racist towards whites. You could be racist towards Asians, Indians. It, it's all rooted in hatred. That's what I'm trying to get people to understand. It's all rooted in hatred. If you hate a certain color or nationality, that is racism. Okay? If you treat a certain person or culture differently than others, that is discrimination. If you view them as less than you, that is prejudice. Like, you can't do it. To people, you just can't. So we shouldn't do it to other people. We don't want it done to us. We'll never change the dialogue of racism until we change who we are. You know what I'm saying? Some of us really are just innocent blacks going about our days, but some of us do the absolute most. And I'm going to be all the way real. I'm not saying that any other nationality don't have their shit too, because we all do. We're all human. We all full of shit, in my honest opinion. But You'll never change the narrative until you change how you see it, how you view it, how you go about it. You know, you can't sit up here and say you're tired of racism and then turn around and honk at a person because they're white or talk shit about their food. Say, oh, it's unseasoned. Oh, they're white. You can't do that. That's that's hypocritical, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Um, granted, our ancestors caught hell, you know, and I'm and I'm, that saddens me because some of our ancestors were some of the most innocent, beautiful black people on this planet. I've seen pictures, artifacts. I've seen some of their inventions. Remarkable people. You know what I'm saying? If they could see what we're not, what we, <laughs> if they could see how far things have gone since then, they may be shocked like hell, but they may even be impressed. I mean, we have black people all over the White House. Like we in this thing, but us down here, we gotta fix it. We got to get it together. We got to spend less time dividing and more time grouping us, grouping ourselves together, hugging, loving, becoming united because there is nothing united about us right now. It's so much divisiveness with, pol- with politics, music, to hell, vaccines. It's, it's always something. It's always something being spun into the airways to divide people. And that's why it seems like we'll never get it. But in the bottom of my back pocket, way at the bottom, right before that little bit of lint from the dryer, is hope that one day we're going to fight 
against what's fighting us. You know, one day, just maybe not yesterday, damn sure today, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. <laughs> that concludes this podcast. Thank you for listening.